Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Hello and welcome to another special here at Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. This time, it's all about NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4. I am your host for today. My name is Kwakaraji. And joining me is a selection of people that have been chosen, again, for their beauty, for their knowledge, but more importantly, their availability. <laughs> First of all, joining me, he is the king of heel turns. It's a mad scientist. It's James Murphy. James, how you doing? I am fantastic. It's nice to be back. Good stuff. Feels good. Good stuff. We're loving it. And joining us again, he is the sultan of the What Would Strack Do movement. It is the most savage man around. It is Strack. How you doing? All right, man. How you doing? Not bad yourself. Ah, uh, not too bad. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, moving on. She is the bath bomb princess, the luscious girl around. It's Sarah Grieve. How you doing, Sarah? I'm doing all right, Cracker. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. And rounding off the panel, it is somebody that is still holding it for John and Nikki to get back together purely to DJ at their wedding reception. It is. The Celtic Destroyer, it is Ryan Galker. How you doing, Ryan? I'm not bad, mate. I don't think they could afford me, though. Oh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> just adjust your rates for them. I mean, it is John and Nicky, after all. I mean, if I know they've got money, then they pay money. Good stuff. <laughs> if, you're, if you're playing a theme, if you could get John Cena suck somewhere or the other, then you're good. No bother at all. Good stuff. So... Now, the last time we were uh, up here, we weren't on a certain platform. Now we are on Spotify, folks. Hey! Yay. Yay. So now you can catch us. Make sure you're subscribed to us on iTunes, Android, and Spotify now. If you're on Android, just search Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet into Google or whatever search engine you use. But let's be honest, everyone Googles. Give us a wee follow. Give us a wee subscribe. Follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram. We are at Suplex Retweet and also on Facebook. Give us a wee like. Once you're at it, give us a wee review. Hopefully it's five stars. If you have other feedback, hopefully you won't put it down, but we like the five star. Or if you're from Tokyo, give us six stars or seven stars, as we say. So, are you all ready for TakeOver Brooklyn 4, folks? Yes. Yes. I think I'm on holiday when it comes out, but... Uh... Ooh. I know. As you can hear, folks, we're all enthusiastic about life and everything. <laughs> the same standard on Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. <laughs> now, always. always. Now, we're going to kick off with what are, uh, the first match to talk about. Now, it is a singles match, and it is between the Velveteen Dream, sorry I had to say it like that, versus EC3. I'm gonna come to you, Ryan. First of all, like, how have you, f- what have you thought about the build-up to this match so far? When EC3 joined NXT, this was the match that I wanted to see. Uh, it was the one match I, I, when I, I thought about who I'd like to see him up against. That was the one because I thought the two of them on the mic, cutting different promos, they'd be absolutely brilliant with each other. And it's left up to the hype, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, see, because you're saying that, that you thought that this was the ideal feud for Velveteen Dream and EC3, do you think it's maybe come too early for you? Or do you think the time is just right? 
I don't think they ever really come too early okay. in NXT. I, I like the fact that we don't need to wait absolute ages for the matches that we want to see. Oh, okay. You know, you, you sometimes get that on the main the main roster. You'll be thinking, oh, I want to see that guy against that guy. But then they put them in different shows. You're waiting forever to see them. But this one, they've just been straight in for it. Mm-hmm. They had, obviously, the, the ladder match where there was a wee bit of kind of to and fro with them. And then lead up to this it's been it's been great after yeah now coming to your say though like how do you feel that build up to this has been for you well see i agree with ryan like this was like one of the matches i really want to see like i think when they were first both in the ladder match mm-hmm. together i thought that the feud was going to jump off from there obviously it's come a little bit later than what i would have predicted mm-hmm. but again i'm i'm absolutely loving this like we see the uh like last week's nxt mm-hmm. when they were just at east uh at the velvet queen james mm-hmm. house it was it was amazing. <laughs> and I think it was like also like just trying to trick EC3 to pick up sunglasses and obviously he didn't go in the Velveteen Dreams mm-hmm. way and he ended up in the pool. Okay, I couldn't have, I couldn't have planned that better. That was hilarious. That promo, I don't know why, but it just reminded me of those like really wacky, zany, insanely rich people that you'd find on MTV Cribs. It's oh like, yeah, this is where the magic happens. <laughs> 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 How about you, Shaq? How do you feel about this build up so far? Um, I, I agree with Ryan again. I, I, see, that's the thing I, quite, I really enjoy about NXT is the fact that they seem to listen and go right with people want to see him versus him. So mm-hmm. why don't we do it? It's the thing with WWE, the main roster. You've got so much good talent and you're like, we want to see him versus him, but we don't get it. We want mm-hmm. to see him versus him, but we don't get it. And that's why I think a lot of people are just going, I'm not even going to bother with SmackDown, we've got to bother with Raw, because they watch NXT and they go, I'd love to see Ricochet versus Adam Cole. Boom, mm-hmm. we get it. True. The main roster's kind of like going to McDonald's and asking for a Happy Meal and gave him a flurry. Like, I didn't order that. I will put your money now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> As always on Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet, where you use the real life scenarios to describe wrestling. Oh, yeah, Burger Gate. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely, Burger Gate. And now coming on to you, James. Uh, I mean, you'd think this was a match I'd be all for, but I mean, for one, no one can heel turn in this match because they're both heels. Mm-hmm. So that's a wee bit of a negative for me. But I mean, obviously that, not. Like, do not think <laughs> that EC3 is coming into this as for the face. Mm, no, I think. That- <laughs> this sets up a lot of heel versus heel dynamics have one person set up as the more I want to say like relatable heel or like someone that you'd have their corner but I think this match definitely shows off that it's just NXT hasn't always really been shy of being recently quite a heel favorable promotion mm-hmm. and so it's have a match between two guys who are arguably at the top of their game and you can say neither of them has uh, a sort of advantage or a way to cheat because you kind of expect them both to do it which makes it interesting because it's not about who's going to play dirty it's just who's going to be best at it mm-hmm. would you not say that dream though is one of these heels that technically he has a heel but it never it never beca- <laughs> a bit like it's a wee bit weird it's a terrible comparison but it's a bit like lesnar he's technically a heel but nobody actually looks at him as a heel. I wouldn't say he's a heel. It's more, he's definitely a heel, but it's like he's a heel who might shake your hand at least. Aye. Like yeah. that's kind of the difference. Whereas you imagine EC3 would pay someone to batter him before the match or something. Like, yeah, like the oh kind of cowardly heel kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a good match. There's no doubt about that. It's just, it's hard for me to be as invested in this because I am a fan of the the heel face dynamic. Well, like obviously the kind of rivalry that kind of starts at the last takeover when there was a six man ladder match, or sorry, the one before they they had the six man ladder match, and then it kind of led on to NXT UK London with their UK Championship, where Velveteen Dream actually ditched EC3 in a tag team match and left them on his own. So you obviously have that element to it so they've kind of built that rivalry i mean um, like ryan was said at the start does make a lot of sense to have these two big characters going head to head but yeah i see exactly what james is saying about the whole heel versus heel dynamic so like really on that note next thing we've got to talk about is as per usual with nxt you always have to have your favorite but then you have who you think is going to win so this time james Who's going to win and who do you want to win? In a match like this, it comes down to a person, sort of, it's kind of like a contest Mm -hmm. of personalities and it's more of a who does the crowd like more 
Mm-hmm. I think it would be foolish for them to kill Velveteen Dream's momentum. EC3 is a very established wrestler. He doesn't lose a lot. He's always looked quite fearsome. I think they'd go with Velveteen Dream to win, and that's who I'd like to win as well. That's who you like to win. So you're going, double, yeah. you're going for the double dream? I'm going for the double down. Two chicken breasts and some bacon and cheddar. <laughs> Are you sugar not on a drive for it right now? <laughs> uh, well, I'm just thinking about it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Strack, how do you think we'll win and how do you want to win? See, I, th- I think the same kind of thing. I, th- I, th- I would like EC3 to win, but I think Velveteen's going to win because, see, EC wins every every time on NXT during the week. Mm-hmm. And Velveteen's now lost against Ricochet and... Alistair Black. Alistair yeah. Black, so I'm like, kind of, they need to kind of give him another loss because it'll, it'll kind of start to bury him. Mm-hmm. So I've I, I, I see EC three, but I think the Dream will win this one. How about you, Sarah? No, I I completely agree. Like that was exactly what I was going to say. Is you can't have the Dream losing a third takeover in a yeah. row. It's just it's going to bury him. And it'll do nothing. Like, even though he would probably easily bounce back mm-hmm. from it, EC three can also bounce back just as quick, if not mm-hmm. quicker. So like, and obviously I'm like one of the biggest fans of Elvin Dream, so I would love him to win. Finally, you're right. Yeah, I'm the same as the last two there. Um, I, th- I think it would be daft for him not to give him the victory mm-hmm. uh, dream at, at the weekend. I don't know who I would actually like to win, to be honest with you, because I actually quite like both of them. Yes, exactly. So I don't, know if I've actually, I, I don't know if I've actually got a favourite. I think Dream will win it, but I can't actually pick between the two of them of who I would rather win, to be honest with you. See, just to cause a star, because I like doing that. Like, okay, I want Velveteen Dream to win, right? But I think EC3 may take the W in this one, and I'll explain why. It's because I don't think Velveteen Dream needs the win to stay over, if you know what I mean. Velveteen Dream, the way he is, he will always be over with the NXT fans, let's be honest. Yeah, but like, not to interrupt, but Matt Hardy's still over, but he's been eating pinfalls left, right and centre. Eventually he's going to start looking like a chump. True. True. Oh, it's a difficult one, that. I mean, obviously, I want Dream to win, but I don't think if he loses this one, I don't think that's going to be like a nail in the coffin or whatever for him. Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. hard to keep up that persona of someone with a swagger mm-hmm. if you've gotten SB out every takeover. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right in that sense. So... That was our first match done. We're going to move on to our next match. This for the NXT North American Championship. And it's between Adam Cole Baby. versus Ricochet. It's good we haven't lost the touch on that one there, eh? <laughs> <laughs> So seeing as you said, Baby, you've got to go first, Sarah. Have you, oh, got, have you found this build up to this match? Again, I think this is going to be like one I'm going to be completely torn with because obviously I absolutely love Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era, but I love Ricochet. Mm-hmm. But just for two completely different reasons. Like Adam Cole is the cocky heel. Really? You, you do you, love. I think you, he's cocky. You would never yeah. get that <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish, guys. With those, you know, baby blue eyes. No, but he's the cocky heel that you do. You you should hate him, but you'd love yeah. him. And it, obviously, he's like incredibly over as well. But Ricochet is the high flying style that I am absolutely in love with, and like the fast paced. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of like a very, very similar build-up than like what they were doing with him and Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. It's just basically proving who could be the better person. But obviously, like he did get taken mm-hmm. out by the entire Undisputed Era, which it it just makes it look like the Alan Cole shaking in his wee boots. There you go, eh? Oh, there's... Wee being the operative word. <laughs> it's wee boots. <laughs> well, uh, I'll come on to you now, Strack. Like, how do how you felt coming from yourself? What, what's been the build-up for, like, for you? I think it's been quite good because I kind of protecting Adam Cole. We did the whole Undisputed Era jumping him. Mm-hmm. But then, I think it was last week, they done the whole War Raiders came after O'Reilly and Strong and then Mustache mm-hmm. Mountain did, so it's kind of like, mm-hmm. if they get involved, there's a possibility them being took out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a good possibility you may get a new you may get a new North American champion. Oh, it's gone straight for the production there, I like that one. And coming on to you now, James. So when you think about it, a lot of these matches with to do with Undisputed Era, obviously you've got Adam Cole, who quite often has relied on uh, O'Reilly and Strong, or Fish, back when it was Bobby Fish, mm-hmm. to help him win matches. Mm-hmm. 
And usually you'd think, oh, if the tag team come in to help him, then they might suffer later in the night. Right. Or like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. where like they double duty. Yeah, they're pulling double duty. They're putting themselves at risk. I don't see that as a big factor in this match, mostly because it's easier for them to just come in or whatever. But I don't think they're going to lean on that for this match. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a... Uh, it's hard to say. I think I think Adam Cole's going to win. Part of it isn't like that I think he's going to. It's just that they've done a really good job of putting Adam Cole over as someone who doesn't really want to let go of that title and he'll do every, anything it takes, mm-hmm. including even maybe just running away from the match. Okay. So I'm not sure who's going to win, but I don't think you're going to see a new champion. But you know I will push you for an answer when it comes to it. <laughs> yes. Right, so I'm going to come to Ryan and I'll give you a bit of time to think about that answer, all right? Okay. You're fair warned. Ryan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. How do you feel about the build-up? I've absolutely loved the build-up and I've actually got a small prediction. I can see Undisputed Era losing everything on Saturday night. Oh. Everything. Oh. And, I'll, and I'll tell you why. That thing with the, the War Raiders the other week, yeah. mm-hmm. confronting Mustache Mountain, mm-hmm. what I can see happening, and this is my, my overview for the night. So in the, in the title match, the Undisputed Era will come down to help. Mustache Mountain will then come down to even out out the score mm-hmm. for that one that'll be one of these kind of two and fro ones when they're pulling each other off the apron I think that uh, Ricochet will pick up the victory in that one mm-hmm. and I think later on that Mustache Mountain will win that title and the War Raiders will attack all of them and clear everybody out that's how I can see the night finishing Granted, the match I think it's going to be one of these back and forward matches like I said that you kind of think maybe four or five times throughout the match that's it going to be done either way mm-hmm. and I can see Ricochet picking it up with, with everybody else lying on the floor in a heap right yo. well James I'm going to give you extra time right because we've kind of touched on it so I might as well bring it in because we are talking about Undisputed Era against Mustache Mountain for the t- NXT Tag Team Championship now it's interesting Ryan that you said that because what I was going to say was I think this tag team match will end in a no contest and I'll explain why. I do think War Raiders would come in and squash everyone but the reason that is is because don't forget what the next takeover pay-per-view is. War Games. Oh no. Yeah, I mean I love War Games. It was was fantastic. But I'm thinking I'm thinking I if it goes to the whole tag team titles are up for grabs at War Games, I don't see Mustache Mountain coming away with it. Mm-hmm. And I like, oh, no. I like Mustache Mountain a lot, so I would prefer them to win clean. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's the thing that's annoying me about that, that we know War Games is definitely happening. Like, we've talked on the podcast before about, well, you create the feud and then you create the match around the feud. You don't create the feud around the match. Exactly. And, and that's mm-hmm. why the like last year's war games worked so well because you had three tag teams that absolutely hated the hell out of each other so you stick them in war games and then they sort it out now it sounds if if it happens like the way i've just described it it feels like they're pushing a feud towards war games rather than pushing war games on a feud if you know what i mean mm-hmm. oh, remember they've got yeah. they've got they've got months of build-up is it, is, it, is it months or a month they've got before war games it's months right months, multiple yeah. war games is usually it's, before, uh, it's usually before so, yeah, survivor so series. I think it doesn't I don't think it has to I don't think it has to go down in such a way uh, on the 18th for them to then have to bring it over to war games I think that's one of the main problems they had with Hell in a Cell in WWE booking is they never built so Hell in a Cell used to be these two competitors it's gone too far blah 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 they, they, they have to be locked in a cell they can't escape mm-hmm. they're causing too much chaos they're put in a cell sort it out War Games was kind of the same thing with Sanity always was it see it was Sanity were always jumping in and there was the Authors of Pain Modern mm-hmm. Strong it was like all a lot of chaos mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not getting that vibe yet which exactly. makes me think Undisputed Era would lose the titles and that would make them interfere in matches more. And as a consequence, War Raiders would be jumping in. And I think that's something you get out of the build-up after this pay-per-view. I don't think this pay-per-view itself will be the precursor to War Games. I think whoever wins this will give a good reason as to why the other teams are going to start going after them. 
in that chaotic kind of backstage brawling fashion. Mm-hmm. And War Raiders are perfect for that. So I would say maybe you would see Undisputed Era lose and then become slightly more unhinged. Which makes me think actually he might be right that Undisputed Era are going to lose everything. Interesting. Like, so- and, make, and make them desperate, yeah. Told you. Well, Strat. I think it, that's a good point there. That's a good point there. If I could come to Strack, like, what is your, what's your take on everything that's been said, or what's your take on what you think can happen? See, what I'm thinking is, see, at, at War Games, if the a tag titles, I don't think will change horns. I think it will stay with Undisputed Era. Okay. But what I'm thinking is, last time it wasn't the tag titles weren't up for grabs because it was three men teams. Mm-hmm. But what I'm, I don't know why I keep thinking this. I'm thinking four man teams. So you're going to have Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish will be healed, and he'll be back to action. Mm-hmm. Then you possibly go heavy machinery involved some way with Mustache Mountain. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And then have War Raiders with, I don't know, I, I don't. Tony Larkin and Danny Burch, maybe. Aye, you've got that. Yeah. There you go. Or even the Street Profits as well. Yes. <laughs> Aye, so you've got, you've, got, you've got potentially having three, four man teams. Just You've also got the mighty. You've got the mighty, mighty kicking around as well. The mighty will be changing people's towels in the changing room, <laughs> washing down toilets. <laughs> best place, best place for them. So you're going to end up with like yeah. through the pie and all the tag teams kind of thing, like it's getting a bit chaotic. So you're thinking maybe a twelve-person twelve-person. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've got two rings. Oh my god. You know something <laughs> like yeah. I mean, we've talked about fantasy booking in this on this podcast before, but that is right up there. That is amazing, Strack. <laughs> I mean, let, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be real. That who would have loved that? Speed, speed have, profits yeah. and heavy machinery versus War Raiders. Danny Birch. No, Tony Larkin. Uh, no, sorry. I, I no. I think a team I could take out, but still have it because you'd have one speed there. That's one team done. Mm-hmm. Street Profits and... Machi- possibly Heavy Machinery because they've had their problems with the Mighty. And then War... I was going to say War Raiders and... Mustache War Raiders, Mustache Mighty, yeah, because War Raiders have come out to help them before. So there you go. Mm. That'd be interesting. And then... Exactly, have Undisputed Era on their own again. Does Bobby Fish's injury actually match up time-wise with when they'd be able to? Because obviously injuries are a bit funny and obviously Dean Ambrose just came back. The spoilers for anyone that's not seen that. I just uh, November or December for Fish. Okay, so that's not, that's not unrealistic. That's not unrealistic. You've got to, you've got to remember who is it? Is it only or Danny that's actually yeah, out I, as well? I damage, I suck at damage. But then, but then yeah. instead of them, you could just have uh, TM sixty one or what are they called? The mighty. The mighty. Sorry. Mm-hmm. The mighty. Just think the mighty are trying to rip off yeah. more set of machine guns. That's a horrible <laughs> name. I was going to say mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's the first thing that's I thought about the Power Rangers, mate. <laughs> uh, there was more of them though righty so that, that was quite a good chat there on obviously centred around Undisputed Era you see that's that's why they're so hot right now because everybody is just like what are they going to do next what are they going to do next I think NXT is built around them at this point yeah. in a way yeah but is, is that such a bad thing no not at all exactly. I mean Shayna Baszler could join them and have it as a full heel <laughs> I think the Undisputed Era are kind of NXT's NWO. I, I, would, I would agree with that, yeah. Thankfully on a smaller scale though. Not with like half of the entire roster joining them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, James, there. <laughs> so so, so I, t- to, to get back on track, what I was saying was I've, I've finalised my decision and I think the winner of that match mm-hmm. will be uh, Ricochet. Ricochet. And yeah. who do you want to win in that match? I kind of want Adam Cole to win because I've really enjoyed his, his run mm-hmm. and he's definitely been one of the better people at like keeping the title at any cost, mm-hmm. which is always a story I like, like The Miz. Mm-hmm. But I see Ricochet winning it because I think NXT don't like to faff I was going to say a different word. Faff around for too long. You can swear, uh, don't worry. <laughs> well, they're not gonna, yeah, but they're not going to faff around for too long. I think they like to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. So having someone like Ricochet or King Ricochet, wherever you want to call them, they want to establish him as quickly as they can. They oh. do that a lot in NXT. Like you've had people win belts when they weren't ready, stuff like that. But just to establish them, I think that's a good that's a good move. Mm-hmm. And now, Strack, who do you think will win, and who do you want to win between Adam Cole and Ricochet? See, I, th- I would want Adam Cole to win and keep, but I think 
it's going to be ricochet wins because, as James said, I don't think Adam Cole needs the title now. It's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. He's such he's, he's so hot right now that they don't need a belt on him. So mm-hmm. if they pass the belt to ricochet, it makes him a bit more relevant. Adam Cole, as he says, over. I mean, the crowd chanting along with the baby. The chanting along, even when he does a fist bump and they go boom. Yeah. And if, so they don't need. To, it doesn't need a title on him. So nah. it's like. They'll drop it to Ricochet. Yeah, you reckon, yeah. Uh, and you, Sarah, how do you think we'll win and how do you want to win between Adam Cole and Ricochet? Uh, Ricochet for both. Ricochet for both. Adam Cole oh my God, you're going Adam against Cole Adam Cole? Yeah, I know. It's such a shocker, but he doesn't need it anymore. Like, he can manage with, like, goes to watch tracks that he can manage without the belt. Um because we'll see, like, prefer to see how Ricochet does, even if it's not, like, a very long title reign that he has, just sort of see how he mm-hmm. goes with it. Ryan, who do you want to win and who do you think will win? So I think it's going to be, I think Ricochet will win it, mm-hmm. but I would actually quite like, I, I know I've, I've gave my prediction for, like, the whole night near enough, but I would like Adam Cote to win it purely because I don't actually know how good a champ Ricochet would actually be. Like, I couldn't see him being a champ actually igniting a feud with anybody or, you know, that way. Mm-hmm. So, I think Adam Cole would be the better champ, but I can see him. I can see him dropping it. Interested in there. Uh, see, who I want to win, I don't know. I'm going to sit on the fence on that one. Sorry. I know. I'm going to use... Doesn't I'm surprise me. Switzerland card again. Um, but who <laughs> how, many, how many of those have you got left, Quacky? Uh, I've got a whole drawer full of them. <laughs> yeah. And who I think will win. Sorry, I still can't stop laughing whenever I say his name. And it's only because of what Ross said. Is that Ricochet sounds like an Irish joiner. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Ricochet. <laughs> sorry. That's how you say it, I think. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I want Rick O'Shea to win. <laughs> okay, so we talked briefly about the tag team match. We've already had the big fantasy booking from Strack. That makes a lot of sense, to be fair. And I'm, now, that, even though what I said about the war games thing, I am kind of salivating at that whole 12-man match. And if they make it happen, let's go for it. Now, Sarah, like, how have you felt about the feud between Undisputed Era and Fish Mountain? Well, see, I, I have kind of liked it. I mean, they they went from NXT TV to the UK Championship, mm-hmm. bringing it back to NXT, like, literally making it just like it actually gels in with one another. I didn't like the fact that, obviously, on TV, that Mustache Mountain had the titles for yeah. a day. I didn't like that because they deserved it at least at least a couple of weeks, at least a couple of weeks, or even a month. Yeah, at least. It, um, it comes across as they did it for a cheap pop in the album. Cheap pop for the UK yeah. audience, yes, it was. That's not what it comes across but, as. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. I mean, I know, like in in real life, I know obviously it's like real life is actually a thing in wrestling that they held onto the titles for at least two weeks. But in TV world, it was only a day, which is very upsetting. But no, I have actually, I have actually liked. I mean, Trent and Tyler, you can't deny that they are one of the greatest tag teams going right now. They're oh, they're so entertaining to watch, and obviously they they're just it's like their pals having fun as well, no. and that's what you love to see. But uh, I, I like, I really don't know how this match could actually go. Like, it could see. It depends on where they're placed in the night is another factor that can play into it. So this might be before the North American Championship match. It might be after. And so you don't know, like, if they're on after, obviously, is Adam Cole going to come mm-hmm. in and help them? Or will, like, Bobby Fish maybe faking it and he is actually ready to compete again? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But, see, I don't... Like, I'm going to go against all you guys and I don't see the belts coming off under Sweetie Dara just yet. Oh. I can see Mustache Mountain winning... But via disqualification. Interesting. Interesting one. Mm, disqualification or count out. No, right. Like, is there something extra you would like to add on to that? Have you got an extra nugget or what? What do you think about just what Sarah was saying there? No, I, I've made my, my point before with the same terms of the, the belt changing before mm-hmm. for the, the cheap pop and stuff like that. I just, that makes me think that. The fact that they gave them the belts, mm. they took it off them the first chance they could get, and then they've given them another chance to go for them again. That that makes me think they're going to give them it mm-hmm. for a long spell afterwards. 
up until at least another pay per view that they can they can keep them for. I I don't see the benefit in them dropping it, invoking mm-hmm. a rematch cause, and then losing it again. I just think that that's a bit daft. It's a bit stupid. So like, see why you're talking about like how they dropped and stuff. Like, do you not think the storytelling in that match was just amazing? Yes. Who are we talking? Throw yeah. it out. <laughs> I think that. <laughs> aye, I, I think Mustache Mountains. Aye, I actually think mm-hmm. Mustache Mountains one of the best teams going. I actually think that Tyler Bate, and I've said this before in, in the, the group chat, I think he's the best mm-hmm. performer they've actually got on NXT. I, I love watching him more than I love watching anybody else. I think he's absolutely brilliant. So I think for them not to capitalise well, on him would be, would be daft. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think one of the better things I've told about that is how they're a much more cohesive team, what with Tyler and Trent having like history, mm-hmm. in terms of that like Trent was the guy that trained him a lot as well. So... Mm-hmm. You would, I, I would expect to see Mustache Mountain come away with the titles here as part of the rematch and then hold it for a while uh, and then they're who I'd want to win as well but like it's difficult because like obviously Undisputed Era are so popular mm-hmm. and they're so over and also so good but also like I said before they don't like to wait around for stuff too long on NXT they like to pull it immediately which makes me think putting Tyler on with Trent would probably be the best, as Triple H would say, best for business. Yeah. See, see something else I've just mm-hmm. remembered. Mustache Mountain, obviously, they were originally part of the NXT UK brand. They'll be part of the tag team mm-hmm. division. So I'm just wondering if that'll play a factor. Yeah, yeah it will play a factor. They'll be double champs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only factor it's playing. Four, two men, four belts. Uh, sorry, yeah, two men, four belts. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one there. So two belts each. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it seems we're inadvertently the Telepate fan club here, so I love it. I mean, I have <laughs> interviewed a wrestler and asked her who would their dream match be with, and they said that they have fought him already and they would love to fight him again, so there you go. Can any, anybody see Pete? Uh, not, not in this pay-per-view. No. Not in this pay-per-view. No, not I uh, Well, maybe if he interjected himself, the only way I could see it possibly... As if he interjected himself in the North American Championship match. And then, well, no, but then if he did that, he could run out and help Mustache Mountain if Adam Cole turns up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what I was thinking. If, <laughs> there we go. He might, just, he might just do a John Cena sit in the crowd and just, just jump the barrier. You never know. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So with War Games, you can have, okay, a fish is not at ready time. You can have three on three, the uh, three, 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 or a fish is back. You can have uh, three teams of four. True, it works. Out. It's gonna be, it's gonna be pandemonium. Yeah. It is working. Especially because you know, because then, because then, is, is it Danny Birch is, is is not injured, is he, or is it only Larkin? Which one's injured? Only Larkin that's injured. Only Larkin. So Danny Birch could be part of that four with uh, if Pete Dunne was about. Well, bring all the Brit- British guys yeah. together. Well, well, yeah, because him and Pete Dunne have history as well, and they'd be like, let's put it aside and help out the UK boys as part of the UK branding as well. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. nothing stopping WWE making full-blown Brits a strong style. Exactly. I mean, his mm-hmm. Twitter handle is strong style Brit after all. Yep. Don't ask me why I know that, but I do. <laughs> uh, so, yes, Strack. Now that we've thrown that dimension into it as well, how do you feel about that booking for War Games? I think just, see, really, obviously War Games are kind of different setup to the match, but I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at the match where it was the Royal Albert Hall and it was the six man, mm-hmm. it was Mustache Mountain and Pete Dunne versus Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. That was, I guess, it's Dusty Wilson. Possibly one of the best tag matches in WWE in the last probably 10 years. Yeah. Because it was just such. It wasn't the kind of all other place. It wasn't the kind of oh you jump in and we'll just do this to each other and mm-hmm. then we'll tag out and somebody else randomly call it after call it. It mm-hmm. was such a well put together match. It was so the flow, the guys all worked so brilliantly together to a point where it was like if SmackDown or Rock could do half a match as good as this, they'd be a good stead. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it was a tremendous match, and then obviously when you get the, the, the normal tag match when Mustache Mountain won the titles mm-hmm. yet again. I think I can't remember this day, but I said Kyle O'Reilly will be a future NXT champion. Because Kyle O'Reilly is just, he's something else. He's just such a good seller. He's such a good worker. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
So that's I'm actually quite looking forward to this, but I don't think Mustache Mountain will walk away with the titles. I think, well, we've we've certainly done. I like to call it chewing the fat. I think we've chewed the fat and the meat and the bones and everything on this one. So <laughs> I'm gonna now move on to our predictions. Now we've got to assume that we're talking about this match, this match straight as it is talk, uh, talked about Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain. We've also obviously had our fantasy booking and everything, but we've got to cast that aside. Sarah, I'm going to come to you. Who do you think will win and who do you want to win? I mean, I would love Mustache Mountain mm-hmm. to win. And I do technically think they will win the match, so they just will not they win won't. the title. Okay, so they won't come away with a bit. I'm turning my back on Undisputed Era this <laughs> okay. time. And Ryan, <laughs> how do you think this will go and who do you want to win? Yeah, I was saying Mustache Mountain for both of them. I absolutely love to see them win it. It would be outstanding. And track. Undisputed Era for both. I want to see them win it and I think they will win it. Okay, interesting. And you, James? Uh, Mustache Mountain both ways. I think, I hate the phrase, they deserve it. I, th- I think more, it'd be nice to see, this is on the this is on the, on the the wanting them to win it side, it'd be nice to see them win it, given that their title reign TV-wise only lasted a day, really. Yeah. But also, I think they will win it, because it sets up a better storyline than Undisputed Era keeping it. Interestingly there. Now, I would want Mustache Mountain to win it, but... I think it's going to be a no contest purely because of what I said before. I think War Raiders or some other team and do everything are going to completely run in and run chaos in the whole place. So hey, that's sanity that is. It's not there yet. <laughs> okay, they're going to raid the place. How about that one? There you go. That's better. Okay. Uh, as the marketer, I need to get my copyright names right. <laughs> let's, let's get Mick and Fred. I know. Cease and desist coming my way soon. So... 100%. Now we move on to our penultimate match. Uh, we, it is a match for the NXT Women's Championship. It's between the champion Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane. Now, because it's got one of Strat's favourite wrestlers, I'm going to come to him first. How have you felt about the build-up so far? Build-up? Mm, it's been alright. It's no... This is my problem, right? See, I think they're trying to make Shayna Baszler like a, another Brock Lesnar. Okay. Because I keep calling Shayna Baszler a guy. But it's it just I don't know I I just want to see Kerry Sane win the title mm-hmm. because I just don't I'm watching a Baszler's matches and like, ah, I am so bored right now I think I'll go for a jog and come back for the next match. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly we know the answer to Strack's two questions later. <laughs> now James, how how do you feel about the build up? I don't think they've done enough with Kyrie Sane. To paint her as the best competitor, because she came off winning the women's tournament, didn't she? Mm-hmm. The and Classic. Then, the Young Classic, and then I don't know. She kind of dropped off the map for a wee bit. I mean, to be honest, the person who looked the most likely to take it off, Shayna Baszler, was Nikki Cross, mm-hmm. and I way would have preferred that, to be honest. Yeah. Because I think she's done her dues, and and to be honest, she's like one of the best competitors, male or female, that I've yeah. seen in NXT. But but back to the, the bit of hand, I don't think Shayna Baszler, I don't think Shayna Baszler's matches are boring. I think it's good to have that amount of intensity in a match, mm-hmm. and I think her the build up style. I think it's going to be what I expect, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you can infer by what what I mean from that. That. Kyrie Sane will show a lot of heart, mm-hmm. but you know that doesn't actually help when you're fighting someone who all they really want to do is like break an arm, mm-hmm. and that'll be part of it really. And she'll 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 wriggle out of a few arm break attempts, and she'll do the the, the drop, the elbow drops and stuff with one arm cradled to her chest and stuff, but she'll still lose. Oh, I, like I, I think it's too the, the ratings on the wall for this match, in my opinion. I like her move by move match detail in that analysis there um but that's what it seems like it's gonna happen to me anyway yeah <laughs> no i mean let's be honest it, it's, it's a very high possibility that would happen now i'll come on to you now sarah like how have you felt about the build up to this i say this every single time Shayna baszler's promos bore me to tears <laughs> i just keep saying every where's that single, like, the, the the past three takeovers, I'm sitting there going, oh my God, I'm so bored. I'm going to fast forward mm-hmm. this. But see, in terms of the build-up, again, I'm completely bored. 
like it, it, the women's division has just been lacking that luster at the moment. Like just like it's like like what they said, they're pretty much trying to make Shayna out to be the Brock Lesnar, this undefeatable person, and like Asuka. she's she's. Aye, but like at least Asuka was convincing. Yeah. If you get me, like obviously, like one kick and they were down. All Shayna does is go for the arm bar and like try and literally actually go out of her way to injure people so that she doesn't have to compete against them. It's a good point. I like that. Mm. So it does. It does, She does come across as quite cowardly. So, so like, but it's like she's like trying to assert her dominance because she's scared mm. of them. So she's not like if she's you get not me. like dominance. Like, on the match sense alone, she has to have the extra nuggets, the promos or whatever, to make herself dominant. Mm -hmm. I get what you mean, I? Yeah. See, when you say that, though, but you're saying this stuff about how she comes across as cowardly, the promos are being up. In a way, although maybe some of that's down to her promo skill, do you think maybe that's slightly intentional? That she comes across as this, like, attempting to be like Asuka, undefeatable sort of thing? But in actuality, there's it's meant to be that she's actually cowardly and just wants to take the easy way out of each match. Because I mean, that's quite possibly because what you said was quite convincing. And I thought maybe yeah. maybe <laughs> it's not coincidental. Maybe that's like actually what they're going for. Ah, uh, well, you could also maybe put it down to the fact that it's like she's trying to make everyone t- like bring down their guard a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. She had one. Good, she had know. one good promo, and it wasn't. It was the only one. Sorry, I'm I'm sort of walking all over you in this one. That, but what I remember was she, you're right when you say her promos are boring. But she had one good promo, and I only remember it because it wasn't the one where she said her terrible catchphrase, snap or snap. Mm-hmm. She actually was just talking. It was one of those scathing ones where she was just like, "Everyone's shite. I'm off. See you later." And I was like, "Hey, that's that's different. That's all right." Yeah. There goes the clean button um, now. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's all good. That went a long time ago. <laughs> see, like, see in terms of the build-up, obviously, they keep referring it back to it's a rematch of the Mae Young Classic final of last year. I, I say leave that alone. Like, that's in the past. They've already moved on to the second Mae Young Classic. Mm-hmm. Like, I do agree. Like, see, throughout the match, I think Kyrie will show a lot of heart. But I think I think she'll pick up the win. I actually, she's, like, she's too precious for this world. And she, I think she actually does deserve to at least have a chance with it to see how she goes because I don't think she'll be like the worst champion it'll just she might just make maybe be like it, she may become across as an easy target which again might prompt Nikki mm. to possibly get the title off of her I'd like that I'm thinking yes Ah, Ryan yeah. I'll come to you now I think the last time that I took part in one of these podcasts was when it was Shayna yeah. against Emberman and I said it then, and I'll say it again. I actually do not care <laughs> about this match, and it's and it's not and it's not because I've not given it a chance. I have. I've watched it. I just think that n- neither of them have given me any reason to get excited for the match. I think they're both. Her- I think, and I don't want this to come across in a bad way. I think the Japanese superstars that are in the WWE, they're not good at cutting promos. And I, I don't know where it is. You look at uh, Nakamura, I think he was terrible at it. I still think he's terrible at it. Asuka only ever said nobody's ready for Asuka. She still and says that. And now Kyrie saying... You leave Akira Tozawa out of this. <laughs> <laughs> he's fantastic. You leave him alone. Part, part of the <laughs> worldwide. Ryan, oh. Ryan, you're Cut bad. Aye, aye, aye. No, but I think that Kyrie saying... Can't cut a promo. Shayna Baszler, she's very, very cringy when she cuts a promo. I actually just sit and watch her going, oh, <laughs> shut up. Just let somebody else, get somebody else in to do your talking for you and you just be the big the big heavy one that snaps up. That's all you need to do. You don't... <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Exactly. And that's, but you that's have to remember... To I think you have to remember so, NXT slightly developmental. They're trying to teach her how to talk at least. Okay. Well, okay, I'll add this extra question. I'm going to come to oh, dear. here I'm going to ask you, seeing as Ryan has said that, who would you think is the perfect, would be the perfect manager to cut Shayna's promos if she was to get one booked? Ryan, because you brought it up, go for you first. What's she called, that woman that comes out with it? on again. What's her name? Her, okay. That's the one. Her. She, she would come out in the, the business suit and obviously change it up a little bit um, to be kind of manager-like. 
but um, I don't enjoy watching her either, to be honest with you, so I would quite like to see her do that side of things, because I feel she's got that kind of Lana bitch attitude. Sarah, you. They, they could work. Uh, Paul Ellering, uh, I think would be quite a good one for her. Okay, and you, James? Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> fancy. That's it's, not a joke. It's a fancy. I mean, why not? Yeah. It was the way they tried to pump her. Half, we, half. All know, we all know your opinion I on know, well, you, You'll find out my opinion. It's not that clear cut, but have him be the Vicky that Vicky was to him. Some, oh my God. Someone, someone who adds an element of actual, I don't know, heat in a way. Mm-hmm. Shana's kind of seen as boring. Give people a reason to hate her. Pair, 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 you know, pair her with someone who people might actually hate a bit. Like I hate him. <laughs> I don't actually hate Dolph Ziggler he's a good wrestler but it kind of sounds like you do okay now you're <laughs> strapped who would you say would be the perfect manager for Shayna if you had to fantasy book this um, what's her with the frizzy hair called the, the, the black leather Vanessa Bourne uh, she could oh, possibly do it because she's shit and it's up to do you know what, actually, now that she went for fantasy booking, you know who I would love to have Shane as manager. Yeah. <laughs> I want Billows to talk. Can I just say, Sarah, a manager needs to speak highly of their clients. No, no they don't. Distract him and go, who's wanting smash? No, you basically, smash but, listen, this guy's wanting a fight, so if any of you want a shot at his title, hold on, you're a pub. You sure? Hey, hold on, boys. What are you complaining about this? <laughs> what do you mean? You get the woman's title? Carmella. Right, I'm gonna. <laughs> this may be controversial, right? But see this, we've got someone said Dolph Ziggler. I'm gonna go ahead. I think Vicky Guerrero would be the right person for that type of job. Yeah, someone who's. Oh, I, I miss Vicky. I miss Vicky so much. Can, do you see my thinking with that? <laughs> I, I do, do. I, do. I, I know exactly where you're going for with that. Mm-hmm. Just wait till you hear that iconic excuse me, you'll exactly. all be like, ah, God, excuse me! Right, because there's <laughs> no point getting a manager that we would like. I think the manager has got to be the most grindingly annoying That's what I'm saying! Dolph Ziggler! Yeah. Dolph Ziggler! Who's the wee guy with a whistle? Oh. Coach? No. Coach Trip? No, oh, the wee guy with a whistle on ECW. Spike Dudley! Right, so not, not Coach Trip, then. Not Spike Dudley! <laughs> Spike Dudley. Oh my Spike God. Dudley. I thought you were. I thought you were going for. I thought you were going for Finley for a minute. I was like, <laughs> Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. <laughs> no, people respect people respect Hornswoggle more than they respect. Oh, and I can't say that. <laughs> right, so we we digress. I'm gonna move on and ask everyone who they want to, who they think will win, and who they want to win. Ryan, who do you think will win, and who do you want to win? Kind of same. For both. I, I can't give you a reason why. I just had to pick one. And that's so what I thought. Succinct. Now you're saying that. I would like Kyrie Sane to win just because she's an absolute sweetheart and Shayna basically bores me to tears. I just want to see something mm-hmm. change and then have Nikki Cross ambush Kyrie Sane. Mm-hmm. Be a beautiful thing. Uh, so I want her to win and I do think she will win. Now, Strack, do I really need to ask, but I will for politeness. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think... I like. I would like Carrie Saint to win because I do think she has. I, I think she's quite entertaining when she wrestles, and mm-hmm. especially during the women's but Royal Rumble, where she stiffed Lita, a peach. I just like, oh, amazing! <laughs> but the elbow, the flying elbow, the way she does that, I'm, I keep looking, going, how do you know wind yourself? But I, I think they'll take it off Shayna Baszler because they've gave her it. It's not really. It's not really stuck. It's just kind of. She's there. She's holding it for mm-hmm. somebody. They'll take it off Carrie saying and you can maybe have her. Because who's the other last that's coming to make classic? Is it? Oh, what's her name? I.O. I.O. Shirai. I.O. Shirai. Have you ever seen their two matches for Japan? They just mm-hmm. led each other. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I'm kind of hoping. Maybe she'll go through to that. Or maybe she'll get somebody else with the young classic. Kind of that mm-hmm. way. But I, I say Shayna Baszler's just... I don't think anybody's interested in her matches. Mm-hmm. And our promos, as people say, I mean, the one which is in the contract signing. Kerry saying, I feel bad because if you or me went to wrestle in Japan, how much Japanese would you learn? That's true. I've been trying to learn Polish for pff, 10 years, and all I can do is say swear words. That's it. 
Of course, of course. That's what you can say. Goodbye. I don't have to say thank you. I can tell you to fuck off. <laughs> I can call you a ball bag. Um, in Polish, in Polish, you say kurva. Kurva Rus Malaski. Oh, God. If you want to say ball bag. See, why does this not surprise oh, you? Sorry to our Polish listeners. Yeah. Uh, if you're one of... If you're one of our Polish listeners, please tweet us in. And one of our know. two Polish listeners. <laughs> let us know about <laughs> what we just said. Kuvus <laughs> Malaski. Oh. Let's not repeat it in English. Yeah. Let's not repeat it in English, though. What I never told you is he only ever went to one lesson oh. 10 years ago. <laughs> you you keep telling me in work like, how to say hello, how to say thank you. doesn't stick. <laughs> I can't say if I went to Japan. I can swear I can't order a hot dog. <laughs> right, and now you, James. <laughs> I'd like Kyrie Saint to win, but Shayna Baszler's. I I I put money on it. She's coming away with the belt. I want Kyrie Saint to win, but I think yeah, I'm gonna go Kyrie with both. Yeah, why not? Oh, okay. Why not? Yeah, title change. Mister, I mean, Mister, not so on the fence. Yeah, no, because I mean, if you look at it, all the belts are held by heels right now. So are you, are you, mm-hmm. are you giving up your? Uh, Swiss neutrality policy. Yeah, so something's got to change because you can't have all heels holding the belts for two pay-per-views in a row. It just can't happen. Well, I can, but it shouldn't. If you look at the predictions, if we get any of them right, then that won't be the case. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all heel to all face? Mm-hmm. That oh, would well. be a good move. I'd, I'd, I'd go for that. Mm-hmm. Well, now... Before we go on to our final match, it's worth reminding you that the Quackeraji Counseling Service is still open. I'm still inundated with no messages whatsoever, but if you want the counseling service, it is still available. Now we come on to the final match. It was originally meant to be a triple threat match, but because of an injury to Alistair Black, it is now a last man standing match. Yes, I'm talking about Johnny Gargano versus the new NXT champion. Yes, I'm saying new NXT champion. Tommaso Ciampa. Now, can I uh, can I go first in this one? Crack on, James. Controversial statement might be go this is the match I am least excited for. Yes. Yep. I, I think <laughs> the triple threat added a really interesting dynamic to it. Mm-hmm. And now that it's just Ciampa versus Gargano again, not that it's not going to be a good match. It's going to be a great match. I'm entirely sure of that. It's going to be great. I'm going to enjoy it. But... I'm really not invested in who wins because yeah. Champa wins. He continues his reign as NXT's biggest bastard. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Gargano wins. It's a nice moment. And you've got a possible, not that I'm king of heel turns, but possible heel turn from uh, Candice, maybe. You never know. People have been mm. shouting, people have been calling for that for ages for some reason. I don't see it. But if he wins, you could maybe see her come out and chin him or something you never know but I don't know I really am not too excited about this match it sounds like I'm taking a dump on it for no reason it's going to be a good match but honestly I kind of don't care who wins which may be either yeah it it either means this is it's great booking and I don't care who wins I'm just excited to see the match or I'm apathetic and I kind of expected it to mostly come down to them because in a way, Alistair Black almost seemed like an afterthought in the match, sadly. Like his and that was a good reason for him to be angry that his title reign was being eclipsed by this ridiculous rivalry or something, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but, um, it was the rivalry that cost him the championship as well. Exactly. And you'd think I thought I thought maybe it would come away with Black winning, but with him out of the picture, um I don't know. It's left me a bit confused, maybe a little bit disheartened, but it'll be a good match. Mm-hmm. Now, Shrek, I'll come on to you now. Like, what, what, what's your take on it all? I think I said it in the, during the week. Uh, like, uh, honestly, the match being this soon is probably a better idea because if it dragged out, it would maybe lose a lot of momentum and people would just be like, oh, meh. But it's like, the, my analogy was, it's kind of like Rick and Morty season four. Mm-hmm. Saying it's not going to be out for another three years. If that's the case, even because come out, people will like, oh, remember that. Mm-hmm. And they'll no bother with it, it'll, be, it'll have died. So, I think you're probably best just in the rubber match than having the two of them fight for the title, which you say will add a bit of spice to it. It will be a good match. It will be brutal. Mm-hmm. And either winner is going to make it good because it's going to be the whole Johnny Gargano, Daniel Bryant type syndrome or it's going to be Champa holding the title and it's going to be 
you don't care who beats him for it. You just want somebody to, to. It's like when Jericho was champion, like two thousand and two thousand one. Mm-hmm. You don't care who wins the title. You just don't what you want to have him, but you never get it, and it just makes you frustrated. And that's what can make his matches even better in the future. Interestingly, there, yeah. And now coming on to your Sarah. What? Oh, see, at the very, very beginning of this rivalry. Mm-hmm. I was incredibly heavily invested, as you guys all know. <laughs> yes. See, see, as it's continued on, I've now just sort of lost all interest in it. Like, I do agree, like, it's probably best to just pull the trigger on Chan- uh, Champa Gargano 3 <clears throat> and just get over and done with. Because obviously, it's like it's come full circle and now they're just fighting for the title <clears throat> now. But uh, I've been so, like, I just, I switched off after their, um, their Chicago street fight. Yeah. After that, I just sort of switched off because, like, I was kind of hoping they'd go in separate directions, and that would be it. It's like you know what you've, you've won, won, you won one match each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, and like like what you used to say is like bringing Alistair Black into this did sort of give it a lot of bit more pizzazz mm-hmm. to it. And obviously now that he's now out of the match and they've just made it a last man standing, it's like right, okay, it's basically all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's I think. Oh, thank God it's going to end this complete feud because it's going to be two to one and then whoever wins takes the title and that's him mm-hmm. away. And it's just like, right, you've had you've had enough. I've finished with you, piss mm-hmm. off. Which makes me think, like, I think it's time for Johnny Gargano to move on, in my opinion. So I can I can see Champa keeping a hold of this. And obviously, like, you would, like you've got so many different baby faces mm-hmm. that could go up against him because, like James said, he's the biggest bastard going in NXT yeah. right now. That you can literally put any baby face with them. I mean, hell, like like I said, like Adam Cole is supposed to be a heel, but you can't help but love mm-hmm. him. Have like have him move on to try and get that big title now because he's he's done well with the mid card push him forward. That's precisely the reason that, why I thought Adam Cole was going to drop it. That's why. Yeah, I see, this is this is what's making me think he might drop the title and just sort of push towards that big big massive title. Now it's like, Ken, what I want more. Mm-hmm. And um, what's bigger in NXT than the NXT Championship? The difficulty with NXT, there are a lot of people there that you can say could, or could rightfully be NXT champion. So it's like there's there's like a queue of people. So you can say Adam Cole. You can argue uh, Ricochet, for example. You can ar- argue The Dream. You can argue EC3 later down the line. You can argue Johnny Gargano as well. There's so many that you can argue for, really, in my opinion. I would say that there's some, but not like I, I wouldn't say like Ricochet, EC3, and the Dream would be ready for like that big title. Like the next person I would say in line for the big title would be Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Like he's the next one that you would assume, or at least hope assume that like they'd see as well that we see that that he's ready to take that like take it to the next level. Because mm-hmm. oh. um, I don't I don't see it going too far with Champa. Unfortunately, I mean I would love to see what mm-hmm. he does. But because Alistair Black's going to be out for so long, we're not going to get that rematch for God knows how long, if we even get it, like what happened with Drew. He lost the title, and then as soon as he came back for injury, he was on the main mm-hmm. roster. That might happen with Alistair. We might actually never get that rematch. You never know. Well, he is certainly ready for the main roster anyway, but obviously the selfish me would want to keep him on NXT, but that is what it is. See, that's mm-hmm. my fear. I'd, I go, oh, I'd love to see him as NXT champion, and I go... Oh no, he's then going to go to the main roster mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's going to be ruined. Isn't well, that like, weird the way like we're the... talking? Like, we all by default have that NXT is the better because let's be honest, the content on NXT is better than main brand stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, see see what I'm thinking might happen. Obviously, like, I'm, I'm convinced that Daniel Bryan is going to be leaving after SummerSlam. Like, I'm convinced that like, his contract, he's just going to leave after his contract's done. And I'm thinking that they're going to turn Johnny Gargano into the next Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. and that's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no to that if they did it correctly. Mm-hmm. Interesting point. Now, Ryan, I'm going to come to you now. Have you felt about this build up? I tell me this. See, with Gargano being added to the match, was that was that before? Take this as the as a triple threat. Did they do that before they knew that Alistair Black was injured, I think or was they, that they was knew he, he was afterwards? already injured? But they didn't probably know the extent of it. I think because I know there was there was talks of a, so of a brain injury, and that's why they've worked in the the angle that he got attacked. Which can we just like okay. see when it comes back to like further takeovers? Did we ever find out who attacked today with Tammy? Because it's gone in the exact same direction as this with Alistair Black. Someone. <laughs> that's pretty exactly. much all that's gone into. 
Because, like, did you not see the videos that they were doing on, like, the backstage? Like, oh, this person was here, and yeah. this person, this person was running away from the scene of the crime, and this person was also seen looking dodgy. It like... was Rikishi. <laughs> <laughs> He's done it again. It's always Rikishi. You guys are killing me. <laughs> you guys are killing me. That's Rikishi. <laughs> Please don't kill me. It was Keith Lee, that's what I think it is. Keith Lee? Ooh. Interesting father. Someone who you'd never expect. Aye, for Kishi. <laughs> <laughs> he did it for the rock. <laughs> oh, dear oh. God. He did it for the rock, is she? <laughs> right, I found out a juice that'll make me laugh my again. God. I still remember. Oh, thanks for bringing all that up. It gets struck. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, yo. So, yeah, so, Ryan, you were saying earlier, you were. I I just think if that if that was the case if they've thought he's going to be injured mm-hmm. we might need to take him out this match who can we include in it I think it's lazy putting Johnny yeah. Gargano into the match I feel like they I feel like they, they could have at least tried something else rather I mean they've now went with something that we've had before previously where was the harm in trying somebody new out of left field coming into the match and maybe being that kind of extra person that just kind of put herself in it I think. Using Johnny Gargano for it, it's just yeah, a little bit boring. too easy and too... Yeah, I know what you mean by that sense. Yeah, absolutely. Now, work for me personally, like I see exactly where you're coming from. It lacks the big... the big buy-in, the big personality of like the previous matches between Gargano and Champa. Because, let's be honest, the build-up to those previous matches were absolutely dead on spot-on. This one just mm-hmm. feels a like obviously they had the situation with Alistair Black's injury, but it still just doesn't. It just when you go from two amazing ones to a kind of mm, one, it's not the best. But you gotta make what you gotta do. So I'm gonna come to your final predictions on this one, and Ryan, I'm gonna come to you first. Who do you want to win, and who do you think will win? Champa you want Champa to win, you evil bastard. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, listen, I absolutely <laughs> yeah, love him. And to be honest, I, I couldn't see Johnny Gargano carrying mm. the title. I just I just couldn't see him doing it. Sarah, how about you? See, I would love Johnny Gargano to win. Like, obviously, the good guy overcoming his ultimate nemesis to win the big prize. It's like the end of every superhero storyline. It's just like, yes, this is what you're rooting mm-hmm. for. But Champ has taken this out. I have no doubt about it. I think Johnny will be... He'll be, he'll be getting called up very, very soon. Yeah. There's not much left from, left from an NXT now. And coming to your next track. I would like Johnny Gargano to win, but I also would like Champa to win. Because Johnny Gargano will say if he wins it, it's kind of the feel-good thing, send people home happy, mm-hmm. kind of thing like that. But then Champa is just such a... He's, there's so many people right who they try and be heels and they just kind of pull it off. Mm-hmm. And there's so many guys who... They're just natural. Like Jericho mm-hmm. is and Shawn Michaels and people that are just natural fuckers. Mm-hmm. You instantly dislike them and you mm-hmm. don't even know their heels. But Champa's one of these guys where, I mean, I, I think I heard the thing where it's his suggestion to not have any theme music. He says, turn my theme music off and he went, why? He says, let people boo me, shout abuse, everything. He says, let them go for it. And mm-hmm. that puts them there at how much Mary's hated. So I think that would be like that. Do you know what? He is quite an amazing heel. And I say the idea that you don't care who beats him, just as long as somebody gets the title off him, but they never manage to do it. Well, saying that, no, I would love it if he did come out to the intro of the DIY theme tune. Don't do that to me. What? DIY (laughs) t-shirt. I swear to God. (laughs) Seems like something he might do, to be honest. That might, that actually might be, that might be fair. I think that's what it is. Right, I'll I'll have to text you guys to say right guys I'm crying bye. <laughs> that would that, that is that will be the ultimate make Sarah cry moment. I don't think he'll go out of his way to make me cry, but, oh, but you, you never know. Just, uh, to him that'll be collateral damage. <laughs> you'll just I'll be collateral damage. You'll just collect it all. Now if... Well, well we'll see if you guys remember Takeover Brooklyn is where DIY was made, so it it wouldn't surprise exactly. me. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> the council service is still open. They're friendly, oh, James. Dear. Champa for both. I see them putting an end to this. Mm-hmm. Having someone that people can aspire to beat because whoever faces them, the crowd will hate, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it has to be Champa, and I'd like it to be Champa too. Both ways. Right, oh, and 
for me, okay, um, so that I come across as a nice guy, because I totally am not, I'm going to say I want Champa to win. I mean, no. That, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. Batman. Why being slapped? Yeah. Right, so I, I've, I've shown my true colours there. I want Gargano to win, but I think Champa no, will win. I do want Gargano want, to win. You don't want Gargano to win. You made me cry already, Gargano so no good. You don't want good because things Because I world. want him to be champion and to have Hayley Williams sing his theme tune out on his final takeover. That's why I want it. Is that her? Well, this could, this could be... Hard, no, it's not. But it sounds so much like her. It's, it's a Paramore theme song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this could be his last takeover, so he might. But, they might man. do that. So, folks, that has been our NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4 preview show. Thank you all for very much for listening. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at Suplex Retweets on all three of them. Make sure, if you've liked it, give us a wee follow or subscribe, whether you're listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, or any Android podcast site. So, f- the next show that we've got coming up this week to complete SummerSlam week We've got our SummerSlam 2018 preview show that comes out on Friday at 11 a.m. British Standard Time or Summertime. Whatever way you want to call it, it's still 11 a.m. BST. Don't ask me about your world clock. Just look it up for yourselves, folks. We love you, but make sure you listen in to us. So for now, it's just a bit huge thank you to my panel. So thank you to Ryan. You're welcome. Thanks to Sarah. Thanks for making me cry, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> we all love you. Every time you make me cry. <laughs> Strack, thank you very much. Thanks very much. And Kurva Rus Malaski. Oh, yeah. I'm crying out loud. I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> but all I'll say is El Chicken Yapa Brone, see? And thank you very much oh, to James. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> That was me using my textbook Spanish there. And to you, James, thank you. <laughs> Thanks very much. It's been good to be on. I have been Kwakaraji. Ciao, adios. Thank you. Good night. Yo, it's your boy Shug D out here swag surfing in Scotland. And when I'm doing my thing, I like to think I do it in this order. It's eat, sleep, suplex, retweet. Let me run that back for you. It's eat, sleep, suplex, retweet. Remember the order. Listen to the show. Now you know. It's Shook D for the 99-2000. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.